0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ohio University Press podcast. Today we sit down with Artie Knapp and Guy Hobbs, author and illustrator of a brand new children's picture book, Little Otter Learns to Swim. Artie, Guy, thank you so much for being here today with us.
1: You bet, Zoe. Thanks for having us. Pleasure.
0: Um, So I'd like to begin by having each of you just tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do as an author and as an illustrator.
1: Alrighty, um, my name is Artie Knapp. I'm actually a children's author in, based in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I've been writing for kids for about 12 years now. And so this is my third picture book. And the other two were um, Living Green, A Turtle's Quest for a Cleaner Planet and View from a Zoo. And so I'm just really, um, really excited to be working with Ohio University Press and, and, and Guy Hobbs. I mean, his, his work's amazing. So. Oh, you're going to make me blush, Artie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm Guy Hobbs. I'm a wildlife artist
2: and illustrator. I live just outside of my home bay in Nova Scotia, Canada. Um, I've been producing wildlife art for more years than I care to remember now. And I had the pleasure this winter of illustrating Artie's wonderful book, The Lucky Burns to Swim.
0: So, Artie, as the author, what inspired you to write a story about river
1: otters? Yeah, you know, it's when I go to I like, one of the questions, I, get, I do a lot of author visits, and so the, the one question I get asked probably more than any other is, how do you come up with your ideas for stories? And, you know, I always tell kids it's sporadic, it's spontaneous, but this was a, a case where it kind of just developed right in front of me. And my daughter, who's eight years old, uh, her name's Alana, she is learning to swim right now and so and watching her swim i, I just you know it's one of those age you're, you're you're sitting there pondering things and i was wondering I, I think it's interesting how some animals know how to swim the moment they're born um i mean above and beyond fish and turtles i mean and so it got me wondering like which animals have to be taught i mean I have to learn like we do and so it was just a question i had uh, with myself wondering about that and then i started researching that and sure enough uh, river otters, as graceful as they are in, in, in the water, they have to be taught to swim uh, by their mother, usually anywhere from one to three months old. And so that's how the story really kind of came to be.
0: Well, I have a little otter learns to swim in front of me here. These are such beautiful illustrations. Um, Guy, you are a renowned wildlife artist. Uh, so I'm interested, what got you uh, excited about painting wildlife? And how do you draw inspiration for your illustrations?
2: Uh, thank you so It's very kind of you. I have had a great love of wildlife ever since I was a child. I was fortunate to be raised by parents who had a great love of the outdoors. Um, we used to go on a lot of long walks in the countryside and they were always drawing my attention to all the wildlife around me. Uh, my father in particular was a very, very keen bird watcher so he got me very interested in, in everything that was around me. And I have had a great love of art all my life but as with Most things in life, it takes somebody smart to point out what you should do. And in my case, it was my wife who has all the good ideas. Um, And she mentioned that I'd never married my love of art and my love of wildlife together. Uh, And that was a bit of a light bulb moment for me. And I've been painting wildlife ever since.
0: So my question now is, what makes river otters such unique and special animals?
1: Well, I think they... For Those areas who, that, that have river otters, I mean, they do it. They're if you have a healthy population of river otters, uh, that means you got a nice, strong, healthy uh, ecosystem because they do a good job of, um, you know, as a you know, I think it's interesting. A lot of times people just associate river otters as these cute little uh, animals, and they certainly are that, but they're also predators. I mean, they do take um, they're meat eating animals, and they um, they so they do a lot of uh, I guess, keeping the control of the population of species uh, for that reason too you know and if I can chip in there as well I, I think otters are uh,
2: a great flagship species for environmental protection for all the reasons that artie just made that that they're an apex species they're a very great indicator species uh, but they also have that advantage of having a, a anthropomorphic, kind of relationship in in that we can recognize that otters don't just do things for practical reasons, but you can actually, if you watch otters for any length of time, we can see that they do things for fun. And I think that makes them a great species for engaging people, uh, and particularly people who don't necessarily have a massive familiarity with the wildlife around them.
0: The story is followed by two pages of information and resources from the River Otter Ecology Project. Can you tell us a little bit more about this organization?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Megan Isidore, who uh, she's actually one of the co-founders of the River Otter Ecology Project, and they're out in the uh, San Francisco area. And you know, it, when the story was initially, when I submitted this manuscript to Ohio University Press, I didn't have the fact pages in mind um, but that was later kind of determined that it would help you know at, at its core i mean it's Ohio university press is a scholarly press and so to help with that educational component uh, it was determined that fact pages would, would um be a nice addition and so when i reached out to them i mean it is they were an invaluable resource um, and megan Isidore, who uh, she's been doing working specifically with river otters for over 20 years and you know we've thought it would be nice to kind of tie in with some fact pages to what actually is, is what transpires in the actual story. And so because this is a fictional tale, but there's a lot of real life facts move into the story. but the the fact pages really does a great job of taking it to the next step. I mean, showing kids um, a lot more specifics that I did go into with the story about river otters, but also how they can get involved with helping river otters in the wild.
0: And what makes little otter ideal for the classroom with that in mind?
1: Well, I mean, I think it's, uh, the, you know, the target age um, for this is, uh, you know, I think the marketing will be four and up, but I feel like the story, um, first of all, I mean, it's a picture book. And so Guy's amazing artwork is, it's going to introduce kids to, I mean, truly world-class art. And so I think even for younger kids who are, you know, like I say, first or second grade in reading it, I think they're going to be uh, really, you know, impressed with the images. I mean, because it's just beautiful artwork. And the story, you know, it's ultimately it's a story about unity and family. And then the fact pages, I think, even take it another step further because it's, you know, kids that are even in fifth or sixth grade, I feel like can really learn about learn a lot about river otters because I mean, I personally did. I I there was a lot of things about river otters I, I, you know, quite frankly, a lot of it I didn't know about. So researching the subject matter really was informative and interesting. So I took away a lot from that, and and I think kids will too. I think it's um, you know it's got that combination of I think wide appeal for different age ranges. You know, I'm excited for it. I think that the young kids will hopefully get a lot out of it.
2: And if I could chip in for a minute there, I, I was very attracted to the book uh, when when it first came up for discussion that I should illustrate. Obviously, it's right in my wheelhouse because it, it's a wildlife subject, and and I have a great love of otters. But the thing that really attracted me to the project was the optimism and enthusiasm of the story that Artie's written. And I love the fact that it takes um, you know one life challenge and really makes the case for just because some things in life are scary, it doesn't mean that they're bad and that if you persevere, the outcomes are usually pretty good. And I really, really liked that about it.
0: So with that in mind, what are each of you hoping readers come away from the story understanding better about river otters and our natural world?
1: Well, I hope that, me personally, I hope that they, I mean, enjoy the, 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 the story itself, of course, and I have no doubt they're going to love Guy's artwork, um, but I hope that they take away the the message of, you know, kind of follow up on what Guy just said, and that they realize that there are going to be moments in life where, you know, you have to face challenges, but if you do it, and, and you have the right people around you. I mean, it's. I think the underlying message of the, the story for me was writing a story about uh, family and unity. And River Otters certainly are very close and, and bonded with their families. And so I think that message, I hope, will uh, resonate with young young kids. And I hope that they really, you know, research River Otters after reading the book and I haven't read to them. I hope that they'll kind of see how you know one of the listings on the fact pages at the end of the book talks about again how they can get involved with uh, helping river otters and i think it'll be really inform- you know informative for them when they go to the river otter ecology website because there's so many videos there and they can see river otters uh, in their natural habitats and they're very very playful animals it's, it's a lot of fun to watch them so yeah i think you know, that's my hope i hope that they'll take away some, you know, really enjoy it. And you know, I hope they'll come away thinking that's a fun story, but also uh, really learn a lot from it.
2: Yeah, I would second that. And I, I feel that anything that encourages, uh, especially young children, to engage with the environment is, you know, a great path to the future. I, as I mentioned earlier, I was lucky enough to be introduced to the value and importance of my environment when I was young. And anything that I can do or, or contribute to that uh, leads to that's just—it's always going to be a great, thing, great opportunity, um, and it, yeah, it's a great thing to have, have the chance to do.
0: Well, wonderful! Thank you both so much for your time and for coming on the show today.
1: Great thanks for having us, Zoe. My pleasure. Thank you.
0: My name is Zoe Bossier and you've been listening to author Artie Knapp and illustrator Guy Hobbs discuss a new children's picture book, Little Otter Learns to Swim, on the Ohio University Press podcast. All Ohio University Press and Swallow Press books are available in print and electronic editions and can be ordered from bookstores and online retailers. Please find us at ohioswallow.com. Thanks for listening.